From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro, and today we have a super stacked show for you because not only are we talking about SummerSlam from this past Saturday, but we're going to be talking all about Ric Flair's final matchup. We're going to talk about the big event from StarCast 5, Jim Crockett Promotions is back. But before we get into all that, I want to thank all my fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast and always supporting. Thank you for riding with the Circle of Debate the podcast and i'm on every tuesday thursday and friday nights on youtube and thank you for always showing love thank you for all the support without you there is no me ladies and gentlemen if you don't already follow on instagram at wrestling delorean pod follow on tiktok at wrestling delorean pod and follow on twitter at w underscore delorean pod we have a lot of big news i'm gonna get into a huge announcement as we start the podcast This is the last week of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast as you know it. Because starting next week, August 8th, the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast will be changed forever. We're going to talk all about that right now. But before we do, big shout out to the League of Extraordinary Podcasts. Big shout out to everybody who rides with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Let's get into this super stacked show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for allowing me into your Monday morning routine like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Now, before we start off the show, I got to talk about the big breaking news coming out of the Circle of Debate last week. Starting August 8th, this upcoming Monday, the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast will be live on the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. So make sure, if you don't already, follow and subscribe to the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. Not only do they have great content, which I am featured on every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, because I am one-fourth of the amazing hosts of the Circle of Debate, but every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the Wrestling DeLoria podcast will be live on YouTube. What does that mean? That means the show is going to be live. You can interact with me. You can... You could comment in the chat section and I will respond to it. Hell, if you want to get on the show, all you got to do is ask. I might bring you on to the show. 
that means that there is nothing but possibilities and a bunch of great shit that's coming to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast starting next week on the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. What does that mean for all my audio listeners? It means that basically instead of the Monday mornings, Wednesday mornings, and Friday morning show, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night, the Wrestling DeLorean podcast will still be available wherever you listen to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast now. So all you got to do is continue listening to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast wherever you have your favorite place to listen to it. But just know that starting next Monday, you could watch me do the Wrestling DeLorean podcast live on the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of this Wrestling DeLorean podcast is sponsored by our friends at Three Falls Brand home of the Wrestling DeLorean merchandise. But not only that, but it is also the home of the best rock and wrestling merchandise on the motherfucking planet. But who am I to tell you about it? I should let the co-CEO, Mean Gene, tell you all about it. So, with that being said, Mean Gene, take it away. Hey listeners, this is Mean Gene of Three Falls Brand. Are you a fan of wrestling? Are you also a fan of rock music? If so, check out threefallsbrand.com for all your WrestlePunk merch. We've got tons of wrestler and band mashup designs to choose from, whether it be RVD and Black Sabbath, Atsushi Onita and the Lower Class Brats, Doink the Clown and the Addicts, or Mortis and the Misfits. We've got you covered. Also, follow us on Instagram at 3FallsBrand. Again, check us out at 3FallsBrand.com and on Instagram at 3FallsBrand. Thanks, and continue enjoying this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a huge weekend for professional wrestling. Not only did we have a spectacular, a stellar WWE SummerSlam, but we also had a very special event on Sunday, Ric Flair's last match brought to you by Jim Crockett Promotions. We're going to be talking all about that, so let's get into it right now. Let's talk about Sunday and work our way backwards. Ric Flair's final match, Ric Flair's last match, was an event that was brought to you by Jim Crockett Promotions, Conrad Thompson, and they had representations for many different wrestling companies, including WWE, AEW, uh, Impact Wrestling, AAA, MLW. It was really cool to see. It was like the modern-day wrestling peace festival, so I thought that it was really awesome to see every company come together. Um, some matches that stand out to me was the opening matchup, the American Wolves versus the Motor City Machine Guns, was a phenomenal tag team matchup. In my opinion, the Motor City Machine Guns and the American Wolves are two of the best tag teams of the modern era. It was a, a, a great, great matchup to see. They, I think they only faced off together one other time in history, and it was a couple years ago. But, you know, in, in 2011, I got really big into the American Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. And before that, my fandom for TNA Wrestling, I was always a huge Mortis City Machine Guns fan. So I, I really enjoyed this matchup. Really good action. In the end, the Mortis City Machine Guns pick up the victory. I really, really loved the matchup between Jacob Fatu representing MLW and Josh Alexander representing Impact Wrestling. That was a great matchup for the Impact Wrestling World title. In the end, though, we've seen a... Interference by the major wrestling podcaster figure guys. We had interference by Matt Cardona and Brian Myers and Sterling, Mark Sterling. So we didn't get to see a finish of that. I hope we do get a rematch. And it's also definitely cool to see Jacob Fatu on such a big stage because, God, if anybody deserves it, 
The Samoan Werewolf has been killing it in MLW for years. The Samoan Werewolf would be an amazing asset to any company he's a part of. He is agile as hell, and I just love seeing him in the ring. He's great. Another matchup that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed was the tag team matchup between the Von Eriks and the Briscoe Brothers. This was a real throwback, especially being on Jim Crockett Promotions. I love the Briscoe Brothers. Briscoe Brothers coming off of an amazing matchup with FTR just last weekend when they fought at Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor. But also, if you don't know about the Von Eriks, the, the, the sons of Kevin Von Erich, the Von Eriks have been killing an MLW. Some may even say they may be the best tag team in MLW history. Definitely lived up to the hype. Definitely a great matchup. A lot of good action, like I said. But everyone had their eyes on the main event. The main event, Ric Flair's final matchup. We had the King of the Mountain, Jeff Jarrett, teaming up with Jay Lethal, going against Andrade El Idolo and Ric Flair. In the crowd, we have some real special guests. We had Bret Hart. We had Mick Foley. We had The Undertaker. We had Michelle McCool. Of course, we had Ric Flair's family, including Conrad Thompson. So it was a real, you know, it, it had the big fight feel. It, it definitely felt like a big fight feel. And that crowd was eating it all up. First of all, some notes. Ric Flair coming out with big gold was so nice. I, that, that was a great, great moment to have Ric Flair come out with big gold. I know a lot of people, you know, are saying, oh, Flair was moving slow. Flair was moving. I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect? Ric Flair is in his 70s. Ric Flair hasn't had a match in almost a decade. What did you expect? On the other hand, playing devil's advocate, I don't even know why this match took place, but for what it was, I, I enjoyed the spectacle of it. Jay Lethal... Jeff Jarrett and Andrade Idolo worked their ass off to make this matchup a good matchup because we really couldn't depend on Ric Flair to have, you know, the old school Ric Flair work rate in this matchup, especially not in his 70s. So that matchup definitely was carried by the other three men. But when Ric Flair got in there, you did have the classic Ric Flair chops. Of course, we had a couple woos. We had the Ric Flair strut. And of course, we have the Ric Flair figure four leg lock. And what Ric Flair retirement match would be complete without Ric Flair bleeding like a stuffed pig? In the end, Ric Flair and Andrade Idolo wins. We get the confetti treatment. Ric Flair cuts a promo. For what it was, it was a feel-good moment. Overall, it was a really good event with every match that was on it. I'd even scratch the service talk about some of the matches like that four-way Triple uh, A match between Ray Phoenix, Bandito, Black Torus, and Laredo Kid was phenomenal. Was phenomenal. Great matchup between Killer Cross, friend of the podcast Circle of Debate, and Davy Boy Smith Jr., the son of the British Bulldog. That was another great matchup. We had Ricky Morton and his son Kerry Morton going against Brock Anderson and Brian Pillman Jr. That was another good matchup, especially with the lineage of Jim Crockett Promotions. So, for what it was, the event was a really good matchup. Big respect to Conrad Thompson for pulling that off. Big respect to Jim Crockett Promotions. And I, I just hope that this is Ric Flair's final match. You know, he, he strikes me as a guy that once he, you know, got that buzz again from the crowd and got the you still got it chance, 
strikes me as a guy who may misread that and say, hey, they want to see me wrestle more. I hope not. But nonetheless, respect to Ric Flair for putting on one more matchup. And overall, I enjoyed the event. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from this commercial break, we'll be talking all about Saturday's WWE SummerSlam. I thought it was a great event, and I'm going to tell you why when we come back. So stay tuned. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington, for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Queen of Extreme Francine. I am here today to let you know that you need to go and check out this very cool podcast that is happening right now. It's called the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. And it's on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yes, three days a week. It's amazing. And on Wednesdays, Wednesdays are really special because Edwin Melendez, he reviews ECW Hardcore TV and sometimes he even talks about yours truly. So, you need to go and you need to look up this podcast. Again, it's called the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. And it's on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And please tell them that the Queen of Extreme Francine sent you. It's the man, the king, the god of this shit. Nick fucking Gates. And you know how I start this off. Shout out to all my MDK gang members around the world. Shout out to all my boys locked up in the cells. Eastern Flock. Shout out to my hate club. Rest in peace, Big Nate Hatred. And rest in peace, my brother Justice Payne. 
and I'm sending this video to my motherfucking boy, my gang member, Mike De Niro. And Mike, I want to start this off by saying thank you, man, for repping the MDK gang the right way. I want to say thank you, like I tell the rest of the people, and I keep telling them and telling them, Mike, if it wasn't for you or the rest of the gang, me, Nick Gage, I wouldn't be here right now, Mike. And I definitely wouldn't be doing what I love. That's professional deathmatch wrestling. So I just wanted to say thank you, Mike. And I want to let all my MDK gang members know to go check out the Wrestling Delarain podcast. I was on it. It was a dope-ass podcast. We had awesome conversation. It was one of my favorite podcasts I did. And I don't do too many. And I've done some big ones. And this one was one of my favorites. So go check out the Delarane Podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They do this shit three days a week. So from the king of this shit, from the god of deathmatch wrestling, go check out the Delarane Podcast. And remember, they do it three times a week. They ain't slacking. They're on top of their game. They do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you know what it is. It's MDK all fucking day. And Mike, I would love to be on your podcast again, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We're about to get into this past Saturday's SummerSlam Premium Live event. I thought that this was a phenomenal show, and it started out real hot with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. This matchup might have been their best matchup, in my opinion. I thoroughly enjoyed their WrestleMania bout from this past uh, April, but I thought that this matchup was that much better. They have great chemistry with each other, and they put on amazing matches. I just want to see new opponents and new feuds for Bianca Belair because I feel like since Becky Lynch returned to the WWE, it's been a lot of Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. With that being said, I think that we have the next feud in line because right after this phenomenal matchup, we have the return of Bailey. But not only Bailey, Bailey did not come alone. Bailey brought with her Dakota Kai, who wasn't even under WWE contract, which shows me that Triple H's influence is already coming through. And she brought from NXT EO Shirai, who I think now is going by the name EO Sky. But now Bailey is back. She has a squad with her. Becky Lynch turns babyface when she stands up for Bianca Belair and doesn't allow Bailey's little squad to jump her. So it's going to be very interesting to see what comes next. Bianca Belair going against any three of those women is going to be phenomenal. I remember seeing Bianca Belair versus Io Shirai on the very first NXT of the USA era. It was an amazing matchup. Bianca Belair could have a great matchup with Dakota Kai, and I am so ready to see Bianca Belair versus Bailey. I think that would be an amazing, amazing matchup. Speaking of amazing matchups, a lot of people are definitely saying that Logan Paul came and showed out at SummerSlam. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't have too much respect for Logan Paul personally. In the ring, he's not bad. He definitely has to slow it down a bit, in my opinion. 
he needs to slow it down. Logan Paul, he's doing too much. And if you are just, you know, going at 100 miles per hour, hitting fucking uh, moonsaults out of nowhere and stuff, like, it, it, it doesn't really matter unless you make it the spot matter. So if I'm anybody who is in Logan Paul's corner, I'm just suggesting that he just slows it down, picks his spots, and when he hits the big high spot, don't rush into it. Build up to it a little bit. I felt like he had that cadence down at WrestleMania. Like when he went up to do the frog splash and he did the Eddie, you know, shoulder shuffle. Like he, he had that cadence. So all I'm asking is just slow it down a bit. And I think that Logan Paul could be doing big things in the WWE. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to talk about anything on the show without talking about that main event. So before I get into that, I'm going to say I enjoyed Street Profits versus Usos. Um, Usos still win the tag team titles. It was, uh, I think the Street Profits are long overdue. Liv versus uh, Ronda Rousey, that was a little lackluster for me. And Pat McAfee versus Baron Corbin was good, but did not live up to the WrestleMania matchup between Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Speaking of Austin Theory, his match was very, I guess, short with Bobby Lashley. But with that being said, let's talk about this main event. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the final time in a last man standing matchup. Going into this matchup, a lot of people were complaining how they keep on going to the well. They keep on going with Brock versus Roman and it's boring. There was nothing boring about this matchup. This matchup is how the WrestleMania match should have been. This was a phenomenal matchup. And boy, did we see shit that we've never seen before. I'm sure if you haven't seen SummerSlam, you've seen the screenshots at least of Brock Lesnar almost flipping the goddamn ring upside down with a damn tractor. There was innovative spots in this matchup that I've never seen before. Brock Lesnar almost flipped the ring upside down. You know, this wasn't a technical masterpiece. No one expected it to be. But this was a hell of a fun-ass time to watch. I enjoyed this matchup. I thought that this was so much fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the fact that Austin Theory went to come cash in. I gave the prediction on all things wrestling and on the circle of debate. What if Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns knocks themselves out and being that it's a last man standing match, Austin Theory cashes in and all he has to do is stand there for 10 seconds and he wins the title. I thought that that shit was going to come true when Austin Theory came running out when Brock and Roman were both down. But nonetheless, Austin Theory still missed the money in the bank. He has not cashed in yet. It was an official cash in. Them burying Brock Lesnar with everything ringside looked fucking vicious, too. Especially that announce table. That shit looked like it really hurt when they slammed that shit on Brock. But the big story is, today marks day 700 for Roman Reigns. He is still your undisputed Universal WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And it looks like he's going to be holding that title into Cardiff, Wales, when he goes against Drew McIntyre at the Clash at the Castle. It's going to be... Very interesting to see, now that Brock Lesnar is not in the picture, who is going to take that title from Roman. Is the rumors true? Are we still going to see a possible Roman Reigns versus The Rock match at WrestleMania? I don't know. Now that Vince McMahon's gone, that could have changed the whole direction. 
Triple H's first Monday Night Raw is tonight. His first Monday Night Raw where he's fully head of creative is tonight. So I'm very excited and interested to see what is going to go down tonight on Monday Night Raw and how they build up to the next phase of this Roman Reigns title run. But with that being said, SummerSlam was a slam dunk for me. I thoroughly enjoyed it. SummerSlam was a home run. SummerSlam was a 4.5 out of 5. Because, yeah, maybe the matches weren't technical masterpieces, but I had fun watching it. And as a fan, you just want to have fun. That main event made me feel like a little kid again. I was popping for the little shit, and it was like, yo. By the way, I also forgot to mention, shout out to Edge, who had an awesome comeback entrance with the fire and the the steps and, and the little red jacket. But definitely was a really cool return for Edge, helping the Mysterios in that matchup. I, I really enjoyed the SummerSlam. I thought that this was a hell of a show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. What about you? Let me know. Let me know what you guys thought about SummerSlam. Because I thought that this was a slam dunk. And I'm so excited to see the direction of Monday Night Raw and the direction of the WWE as a whole starting tonight on Raw. Like I said, go out of your way. Go to Circle Debate on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Because starting next Monday, the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is live on YouTube. But, but... If you're a fan of just the audio, have no fear. The Wrestling DeLorean podcast will be on all the audio platforms that they are on now. With that being said, catch me here on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast on Wednesday. Tomorrow night, you can catch me on the Circle Debate. We have a special Tuesday New Japan Pro Wrestling show where Dan from Cage My IQ, Ivan, and I will be talking about the G1 Climax and the current, you know, the current brackets for the G1 Climax. Also, on Wednesday, like I said, we'll be back here with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. On Thursday, I'm back on the Circle of Debate. And then on Friday, we have the Circle of Debate Top 5, which will be counting down our top five favorite cage matches. And we'll have a Wrestling DeLorean podcast. So it is going to be a stacked week. So if you're a fan of Mike De Niro, have no fear. You got a lot of me coming this week. And I appreciate all the Wrestling DeLorean passengers who are all forward and ready to take the ride with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I love you guys. I can't wait for this new era for the Wrestling DeLorean podcast starting next Monday. We also have a big surprise about another big sponsor, which we'll be talking about very, very soon. But with that being said, I'm out of here. I love you guys. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy Raw tonight. And I can't wait to talk to you again on Wednesday here at the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Peace out, y'all. Tough in the hood to the wolves call. Bitches let a drink in the club to the wolves call. Surrounded by the sheep in the street to the wolves call. Everyone strip on the floor. We the wolves done. Who can fuck with De Niro? I got a Snyder extender clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy. I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf till we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Allah, the Don Dada, the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross. That's when your ride stop. Basquiat with that white chalk, trigger finger streets, while leave your brains on the sidewalk. Niggas that get tough in the hood, to the wolves call. Bitches let a drink in the club, to the wolves call. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, to the wolves call. Everyone strip on the floor, to the wolves call. Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the pack. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. 
summertime, better be careful where you're at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night is precise. Catching nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life. Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. South Bronx, midnight, niggas moving packs cause they hunting. I'm moving packs of that onion, but probably packing them something. Catch him slipping with them coals and he ain't telling us nothing. Catch a nigga fooling twice and then I'm pressing that button. Send his ass away, permanent vacate and start bluffing. Must have moved to Honolulu, changed his name to McLovin. Said you know what you know, that's for the pack to remember. And if a nigga leaking these, we gotta. Niggas say the dead don't talk, but that money do. If I put a hole in his melon, I bet his honey do. Shorty keep crying and screaming like that's helping you. Bullets gave his brain a period for that decimal. I think it's like a tough in the hood. To the wolf's call. Bitches love to drink in the club. To the wolf's call. Surrounded by the sheep in the street. To the wolf's call. Everyone strip on the floor. To the wolf's call. Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night is precise. Catching nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life. Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.